Uh, what's up, guys? My name is J.D. Danforth, and you're listening to another episode of Oak Performance Radio. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Oak Performance Radio. I'm your host, Adam Lane. If you're new to the show, our goal here is to create some content, some fantastic content for athletes, parents, and coaches. We tell stories, have laughs, and go into everything that is the end game of athletic performance, helping athletes achieve their optimal performance and be the best they can possibly be. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Oak Performance Radio. I'm your host, Adam Lane. With me today, Mr. J.D. Danforth yes, sir. of Joe Bucket's Training. Yes, sir. We're on the court. On the court. At half court. Yes. Because <laughs> where else would you do a podcast? But on the basketball court. Exactly. It just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. JD, thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. Yes, it is. This is exciting. You're a podcast fan. Yeah, I'm a I'm, big podcast guy. I'm a podcast guy. Yeah. They're fun to listen to. Always. Now we get to break the internet with this one right yeah. here. Yeah. Because everyone will listen. Yeah, they better. Because you're a big deal. <laughs> oh, man, well... Hey, I strive to be, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so, J.D., for the, the, the tens of people that listen to the show that don't know who you are and what a big deal you are, tell, tell, tell the listeners your story, what you've done, what, what, why you're such a big deal, um, and, and what you do. Um, so, I am a basketball player, basketball fan, lover of <laughs> just the game of mm-hmm. basketball. Um, but, I, you know, I'm from Rockford, Illinois. I grew up here. I play ball here. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated from Auburn High School. It's on my shirt. Yeah. Go Auburn Knights. Way to represent. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, played all four years, uh, played two years at Highland, finished my career at Kentucky Wesleyan University. And um, once, I, once I graduated from college, uh, I was going back and forth on whether I wanted to continue to pursue basketball, playing mm-hmm. overseas, or – Get into training. Mm-hmm. I was always big on training. My mm-hmm. dad instilled that into me when I was very young. So uh, your dad loves training. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a very good fanatic. at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, I just always fell in love with mm-hmm. uh, you know the developmental side of you know working on certain skill sets in basketball. And uh, once I figured out that it was a market for that, mm-hmm. and this is like right before like training blew up like on instagram and stuff like now everyone's a trainer now right <laughs> just look on instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah so you know this is like right before that wave really kind of exploded and um i was blessed to uh to receive an internship uh from a guy named christopher thomas who's originally from uh rockford illinois okay he grew up with uh with my mom with uh with uh susan van vliet um they grew up together they were neighbors when they were kids he um ended up going to purdue play basketball there and kind of the same deal he got into accounting once he graduated and then uh, he got into basketball training after that okay and uh he already had almost 20 years experience (laughs) by the time i you know got under his wing and he just showed me how to do everything pretty much on the business side, like just how to be a professional, yeah. how to run a business, how how to structure workouts, mm-hmm. you know. So he, he just taught me how to be a professional. So I was out there for about two, three years mm-hmm. just learning how to, how to be a, a really good trainer. And um, I noticed that here in Rockford, the reason why a ton of kids weren't really making it to that next level they just didn't have that extra push. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the teaching that um, that would allow them to make it, you know, to the other side yeah. easier. 
So once I seen it was uh that was the really the only difference from our city versus, you know, Chicago or Indiana was that you have people, you know, put in place that uh that really, you know, just teach you how to play. Yeah. So I just brought that back to Rockford and um my goal was to uh just bring something new to the city, um, to help my community out and to really give the kids a chance to uh you know, to thrive and, and really be good at the sport they love. So. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Now he was down in is it Indianapolis? Yeah. Is that where he was out of uh, Carmel. 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 Okay. Indiana. Gotcha. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's yep. a nice area. Yeah. Very, very, very <laughs> nice area. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He mm-hmm. was in Carmel. Yep. So you came back here when? I came back to Rockford in 2018. Okay. Yeah. 2018. Okay. I moved back. No. 2017. 2017. Okay. I came back 2017 April 7th. I started my business. Okay. At UW. Okay. Sports Factory. Yep. There you go. And yeah. start, started training basketball then. Yep. Started training basketball then. Uh, full-time, um, on my own, under my own name. Gotcha. So, yeah, since 2017. Yep. Gotcha. com. written over there on the floor. Yeah. Listeners. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, so so from there, you've been, you rented some space at, at UW and mm-hmm. ca- kind of bounced around a couple different places. Yeah. But now we're in this beautifully air-conditioned building yeah. that feels amazing. Yeah. That is now the home Definitely. of Joe Bucket's training. Yeah. Which is exciting. Man, it's, it's truly a blessing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, shout, shout out to uh, to Fred Van Vliet, um, stepbrother, and uh, my favorite client, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Not that you have favorites, but you, you have favorites. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah. Every trainer definitely <laughs> has favorites. Don't let anyone yeah. fool you. <laughs> they, they might say they don't. Yeah, they might say they don't, but deep down. That's because you're not their favorite. Yeah, that's that's, yeah I'm going to keep it real, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, you know, Fred, um, he believed in me and believed in, uh, you know, what my knowledge and uh, what I could do as mm-hmm. a trainer. And, um, you know, words can't describe just how thankful I am of him of just allowing me to be a part of his journey and to uh, – you know, to, to just help him in any way that I could as far as, uh, you know, expanding his game goes. And uh, he's gotten better every year. Yeah. And, um, you know, the rest is history pretty much. Yeah. You know, he's been playing really well. Like I say, he's gotten better every year. Last year was an all-star year mm-hmm. for him. So I'm just super proud of him. And, uh, yeah, it allowed me to, you know, to be here. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a blessing. Yeah. So, so if you're not – if you're – if you're watching, awesome. If you're not watching, okay, we have, we have two basketball courts and then a strength training area, yes. okay, yes. which everything you could ever watch from the <laughs> right. like basketball performance, yeah. you know, standpoint here. For sure. Um, so, JD, if, if my mom's listening and she doesn't understand what basketball training is, because mm-hmm. it's it's more than the YMCA stuff that I did back yeah. in third grade. Right. Even though you do coach some yeah. of those those younger kids oh, and, yeah. and and stuff like that. No, mm-hmm. you you've had my kids in here yeah. and they are. They are wrestlers, and they are yeah. not. They're basketball. There's not a basketball DNA in them <laughs> at all. We've tried. We really try. We're at home, and then you know, it's just not good. Um, it's bad genetics, is what it ends up being. But like, what, d- describe the type of training, because I, I think it, this is not. Yeah. This is not you YouTube dribbling drills, no. and and puts this out. like I, I've seen you you. You know, put a practice together, put drills together, mm-hmm. um, things that layer on top of things, and like it's very smooth, very laid out. Like mm-hmm. you, you have a calculated plan. Yeah. Um, you're not just whipping stuff out of. Okay, nah. no. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you talk talk about what that what that looks like for for the layperson that doesn't understand the the game at the 
the level that you know, so, I guess you do. Well, for me, I kind of approach it a couple different ways depending on uh, who I'm training and what level of player they are. So if I'm training a beginner, then I'm going to teach them the basics and I'm going to do everything from the ground up. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I like to focus on is uh, is ball handling. Um, I'll do that before shooting because, just my opinion, if you can handle the ball, especially if you're a young player, yeah. if you can really handle the ball at a young age, it's going to open the rest of the game up for you. So now, you know, kids don't have to depend on other kids to make plays for them. Yeah. If you can, you know, be a playmaker early, it just makes the game so much easier. So I try to explain, you know, coordination, balance, all of that stuff early. So we'll build it up from, you know, stationary ball handling to, you know, being able to let the basketball hang, being comfortable letting the ball flow away from, you know, your body, playing with the ball nice and wide. Mm-hmm. You know, just giving them the, the basics, mm-hmm. the little nuanced stuff. It seems simple, but it's very <laughs> de- detailed and intricate. So. Yep. Yeah, I just try to I just try to focus on things that uh that are really just speed up the development, you know, of the players so uh you know, they can get the results that they want quickly. They learn how to play, but they also learning how to have fun while they playing. Yeah. So, that's pretty much my philosophy though, just build them up from the ground up and maybe show them details and things that they might not have even seen or even thought of. You know, so I try to just come at everything from a different angle when yeah. I teach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and even the, the, the having fun part, which I know, you know, people talk about and, mm-hmm. and some people care about and some people don't care about. It, it's this is not a game where you play it for a season or you play for yeah. a year. You no. play for two years and you've achieved. Yeah. Like it's it's got to be enjoyable for you in the, in the long term. And if yeah. you can do it. 10 years in a row, now we yeah. have something, you know, going for us. Exactly, yeah. So that fun piece is really, I know yeah. my kids really enjoyed it. They had yeah. fun. Yeah. They were terrible, but they yeah. really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, the, that's what matters. That's yeah. the important part. That's yeah. a big deal. Mm-hmm. If you can keep them excited about it. and Because mm-hmm. I've seen you do that, again, with 10-year-olds and 7-year-olds, but then also 15, 16, 17, 18-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, the beauty of it is, um, you know, you can kind of see them getting better in real time. Yeah. So you could have a kid come in and, you know, for the first two weeks he might not have been able to do a left-hand layup. <laughs> and it was simply because someone told him to step an incorrect way. Mm-hmm. You make one correction and now he's not missing left-hand <laughs> layups anymore. And, it's you know, it's exciting to see the excitement on the kid's face, yeah. you know, when they achieving things that they didn't think that they would be able to do. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, – it's a great joy for me. It never feels like work for me. <laughs> it's fun. I love it. I love what I do. So yeah, it's it's a joy for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So now 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 we're in this fantastic faci- faci- facility in in Winnebago, Illinois, of yep. all places. Yep. Um, which which is it's funny because it's right next to Rockford, but you do feel like you're a little bit away. Mm-hmm. It's quieter out here. Yep. It's fantastic. Yep. Mm-hmm. A little bit more secluded. Yeah. Um. What's what's the what's the big vision here over the next? Because you guys got the building officially. Almost two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Officially. COVID messed some things up in there. Slowed things down. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That was the reason why we even moved here in the first place was because of COVID. So once, you know, UW shut down because of COVID, understandably, um, you know, we were uh, forced to look at other places and um, uh, a client one of my clients' parents actually reached out to me and told me about this spot. And I reached out to the owner and, 
Yeah. Luckily, he was selling it. So, oh. yeah. Rest is history. Here we go. <laughs> and so we yeah. we've two full courts, and again the the, the training center. Yeah. Over the next, wh- wh- where do you see? Because you got kids of all ages coming in. You have, mm-hmm. you know, f- Fred and people around him. So yeah. we we have very high level, you know, caliber, you know, athletes that you coach, mm-hmm. basketball players that you coach. Yeah. Um, some you know trying to you know collegiately, some professionally, you know, some trying to go professional. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have the the whole gamut here. Fast forward two years from now, three years from now, four years from now, where, wh- what do you see this place being? Um, I see this place being a uh, a staple in the Midwest for high level basketball training. Um, I want to be recognized on a nationally known level that uh, Joe Buck is training can help athletes reach you know that next level mm-hmm. if they lock in and, and train with us. I also see us teaming up you yeah. know in the future here um very soon sooner than later <laughs> obviously and uh attacking this thing together and then uh hopefully turning our gym into a uh you know something membership based mm-hmm. something a little a little bigger yeah you know something like a la fitness or mm-hmm. a lifetime fitness or a peak fitness you know uh a gym where it's membership based but then you also have your private courses mm-hmm. and whatnot so you know, just turning this thing into a franchise and helping as many people as we can, you know, yeah. achieve whatever they want, you know, whether that's, you know, health-wise or, you know, sport-wise and uh, want to compete, you know, just want to help as many people as I can. So, so bigger, better over the next, you know, yeah. chunk of time here. Mm-hmm. We talked earlier before we hit the record button, there's some land around here and, and yeah. whatnot, and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it'd be cool that – because this yeah. little Winnebago community is, you know, I just said little Winnebago community, yeah. but it's it's a powerful, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and then surrounding area and, and, and stuff like that. And yeah, definitely. Um, you know, just want to give the the people here in Winnebago and the surrounding cities, you know, a taste of high-level training that they don't have to travel, you know, way across town for. Yeah. You know, or into the suburbs, exactly. or yeah. <laughs> or yeah, you know, some kids, you know, travel as far as Chicago yeah. to you know get stuff done, or Milwaukee, yeah, you know. with these gas prices, exactly, <laughs> yeah, you know, so you know, if we can be here in their backyard and offer, you know, the same training or better, yeah. you know, I I just think it's a no brainer, yeah, for the residents here, yeah, you know, I think it's a, a win win for both of us, yeah. you know. I do think it's funny that I feel like there's this especially like within the club scene of different things, whether whatever sport you're talking about, Mm -hmm. it almost seems like the farther you have to travel, the sexier the program ends up being like, Oh, I have to travel (laughs) into here. I have to go in Chicago. It must be amazing where, you know, again, what, what what I've seen you do here. um, And then even when you, you, you came over to our building Mm -hmm. with, with Marcus and Sophie and, you know, some, some people. Yeah. 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 That, People that can play some basketball at yeah. a at a high level, mm-hmm. and then you know to drive them and push them. I just remember how exhausted Sophie looked after yeah. training. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, but she used to be wore out. For yeah, sure. she, she worked she, very hard. Yeah, she's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's yeah. Sophie, that's my dog. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. is a she's a tough nut. Real good friend. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. I love working her camps too. She yeah, does, she does great camp basketball yeah. camps every summer. Yeah, we had her her Rockford Christian kids come over a couple weeks ago and. We're trained just do a small mm-hmm. session after we we Sparta scanned them and whatnot. I brought them over. I'm like, 
guys, do you realize how lucky you are to have yeah. Sophie Bruner? Uh, like, do yeah. you do you get this? And they're like, yes, it's, we already know. Because <laughs> yeah. like, like, don't go anywhere. Yeah. And like, the TV crews always come up to her mm-hmm. after the game. She's not even the head coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, it just goes to show the work she put in and just how high level of a player she was. Yeah, like she was really good. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, always proud of Sophie. Yeah, yeah. she's fantastic. Yeah. She's fantastic. Um, well, we t- we talked about. I guess I, I want to ask more in the way of the the way you break down the game. You, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking at, um, you know, starting with the ball handling piece, and then you know, integration. Um, how, in the way of, I mean, different kids come to you at different points mm-hmm. within their development and, yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to assess them and figure out where they are? Like they they could be a sixth grader and be phenomenal, mm-hmm. or they could be a sixth grader and they you know literally picked up a basketball two days ago. Yeah. Um, how, how do you assess them on like where they are, where they need to be? How you know sometimes you have you know mul- multiple kids in a group and stuff like that. How do you what what what's the process there? Well, depending on what level you are, if you want to play high level basketball, like if you're in middle school, if you want to play high level basketball as a middle schooler, then it's certain skill sets that you're going to have to have and that you're going to have to be able to do at an elite level mm-hmm. to compete at an elite level. So if I see a kid come in and, you know, they really can't handle the ball that much, they're really not good at finishing around the basket, you know, I'm going to be honest, like, you have a lot of, you know, you got a lot of work to do, but – it's doable. Mm-hmm. We just we just got to put the work in. But to get to this level, these are the skill sets that you have to get better at. Yeah. And I think with me being able to pinpoint that pretty quick after just seeing, I can just see about 20 minutes of a kid, <laughs> maybe even less, to figure out, all right, he needs to get better at this. Gotcha. We got to work on this. Mm-hmm. I can pinpoint that pretty quickly. And I think it speeds up the process yeah. of kids getting better. So when they come in, we're not wasting any time. Yeah. We're only working on the things that – you desperate, desperately mm-hmm. need to get better at. So, you know, we can speed that process up to get you playing at the yeah. level that you want to play at. So, to answer your question, it doesn't take me that long no. to <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. yeah no. To figure it out. Yeah. But no matter what level you're playing at, I'll say the easiest way I can explain it, like the way I train, no matter what level. So, if you're in middle school, you want to play varsity, if you want to play college, NBA, there are certain skill sets and certain things that you have to be able to do at a high level mm-hmm. to compete at that level. And I try to break those things down. And uh, I come up with a bunch of different creative ways <laughs> to get better at those skills. Mm-hmm. So, that's uh, that's the fun part in it for me. Yeah. You know? So this is not just is just a cookie cutter program in no. the way of this is A, this is B, this is C, yeah. this is how we go. Because every player is different. Every player is different. Know? Every player is different. So I can explain something, you know, 10 kids might get it, but it might be one that doesn't get it the way that I'm explaining it. So I'll have to kind of change it up yeah. a little bit. And I have to do that on the fly <laughs> where – Kids aren't waiting, you know, super long. I don't have a bunch of lines of kids waiting to get reps in. So it could get challenging at times. But, you know, that's where that's where the uh, – I think that's where the most growth comes out mm-hmm. for me as a trainer and for the player. Because if I got to break it down in three different ways <laughs> for you to get it, <laughs> but you finally do get it, then we both win, yeah. you know. So it's uh, – like I said, it's a challenge, but – it's fun, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's Very super cool. fun for me. So yeah. I, I know we run into the problem of, and, and not a problem, this is, you know, I, I'm 
actually a big fan of athletes playing other sports and mm-hmm. stuff like that and supporting yeah. that. But um, so sometimes they're they're training with us and then they go play soccer and then they mm-hmm. come back and they train with us and then there's basketball season. Yeah. And then it, it would not a bad thing. I'm glad they're doing yeah. different things and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. How, how do you balance the the development of a kid? And I'm assuming you have some kids in here that are only basketball mm-hmm. and it's what they you know yeah. eat, live and breathe. Yeah. And then you have other kids that are doing a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. Is there a balancing act with that at all? Do you? Um, um, like, or, or you, you just train them as they come. It, kids who are going to be here three days a week are going to see more growth than, you know, yeah. somebody who's, you know, more hit and miss. And I tell, I tell everyone that, I, I mean, this is it. Sometimes there, there can be a disconnect because, uh, you know, some people will bring bring their kids in and they ex- they expect the results to be there right away, you know. But why, why aren't they dunking? Exactly, you know. <laughs> and especially if you play multiple sports, you mm-hmm. know, nowadays, like, basketball is a sport where these kids are playing year-round now yeah. and they're training every single day. So you're not only competing with the kids that's here in Rockford next to you. It's a kid in China training every day. Mm-hmm. It's a kid in Africa training every single day. So that's what you're competing with. So when I'm when I'm training, I try to explain that to the parents. Like if you want mm-hmm. your kid to be at an elite level, it has to be a grind. Yeah. Like it's it's an everyday thing. Yeah. That's the way that I've seen it work. Yeah. Um but some kids are, are gifted to mm-hmm. where, you know, they're just naturally good at playing multiple sports. Yeah. So I think it's a case by case basis. I was a I was a multi sport athlete mm-hmm. until around Eighth grade, and okay. once I got to high school, I locked in on basketball. What else did you do? Uh, I boxed first. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, because my dad was a boxer, mm-hmm. so I did boxing first. Uh, basketball was second, and then uh, I played football as okay. well. Yeah. There you go. So, boxing was the most fun yeah. for me. Yeah, that was definitely the most fun. I think I was the most natural at boxing more than more so than basketball. But my mom didn't want my face all lumped <laughs> up. She said I was coming home from school. Like, what did you do from school mm-hmm. today? Oh, me and such and such got into mm-hmm. a fight, and uh, I was working on this. And <laughs> yeah, and I was only like five, six, you know. I was young, very young. But she was like, nah, you fighting too much at mm-hmm. school. So, How long did you box for? I boxed for, eh, it wasn't long. Uh, mm, about five to around, like, Seven, eight. It wasn't yeah. super long. Yeah. But my dad always taught us how to box. Mm-hmm. I just never fought competitively. Yeah. Like, right when it got time to start doing <laughs> it competitively, my mom was like, nah. Not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So then basketball was my next love, mm-hmm. and that's the one that uh, I fell in love with. Yeah. Football was fun as well. They told me I was too small, though. <laughs> then I hit a growth spurt. I oh. started dunking. Oh. And they was like, come back come and back. play receiver. And I was like, nah, I don't want to get hit or tackled or none of that. I'm a hooper now. Oh. So, it well, it's funny. I remember, I mean, I, when was this? Last year, year before, something like that? You know, we come in, work with Fred. Um, and then, gosh, I think it was before you guys, you worked with Fred, you know, mm-hmm. train session. You guys yeah. threw on gloves and, mm-hmm. and, and you, you know, throwing hands a little bit. Yeah, and yeah, it just. Yeah. It was fun to see because, I mean, I think people can look at it and be like, oh, that's just boxing, da-da. But, yeah. like, the, you know, eye-foot, mm-hmm. hand connection of, you know, how things yeah. are moving and da-da, like, yeah. it's a phenomenal sport. Like, it Definitely. is such uh, a – I mean, I don't like getting hit in the face, but – like, Yeah, yeah, that part is not the best. <laughs> but the rest of it, yeah. as far as the, you know, the conditioning that you mm-hmm. need. Oh, gosh. The cardio mm-hmm. that's involved in it, you know, 
I put Fred through just a mid workout. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, and he was breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was super sweaty. <laughs> yeah, it's intense. Yeah, boxing is one of the most tiring sports that I've done. Yeah. And uh, we use it for cardio. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I love boxing. I'd say such a more effective smart cardio than, you know, just going out and running yeah. miles on the road and, yeah, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you learn how to protect yourself yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So killing two birds in one stone. Yeah. Learn how to throw the hands and then, you know, get that get a good workout. Yeah. So there it's you go. good. So um so in training Fred, you guys are how close in age? Uh, I'm two years older. Okay. Yeah. So to take instruction, mm-hmm. Fred's done very well for himself. Smart guy, you know, mm-hmm. knows some things about basketball and stuff like that. Yep. Um, in 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 the way of because again, I don't think people understand how much work he's put in. Yeah. And yeah, and know. he's a very nice athlete. Mm-hmm. He he's not LeBron <laughs> when no. it comes to athleticism and stuff no. like that. Like <laughs> he's just so smart and so fundamental when it comes to 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 basketball and uh, obviously the the leadership roles and and stuff like that like he's 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 just locked in Mm -hmm. but i don't think people get that at all they're like you know they're happy for him like oh okay yeah yeah, he was Mm -hmm. you know you know one nba championship (laughs) yay all-star yay but i don't think they understand like the dude doesn't really slow down he takes time off now and again which you need to with that type of season stuff Mm -hmm. like that but do you want to talk about like the type of training he does and like what you do with him mm-hmm. and stuff? Cause it's again, this is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rome I mean, wasn't built in a day. <laughs> no, nah, definitely not. You know, I got to give another shout out to my dad um, because he instilled just, he normalized training for us. So when we were kids, like I can, I can have flashbacks right now. Like it was yesterday. Me and Fred playing NBA Street Volume Two <laughs> on the GameCube, right? This is like two thousand three, four. <laughs> we'll play the game, and there was a bunch of different ball handling moves on there. And we'll pause it. We'll look at the little video tutorial. We'll go in the backyard, and we will work on it like <laughs> relentlessly, like work on it. And this is on top of the stuff that my dad was already mm-hmm. doing with us. This was just for fun, yeah. you know. So Fred has always been a kid that, you know, that always worked on his game. He might not have always liked to do it, <laughs> but he he always was consistent yeah. and understood, you know, the importance of getting better every day. Yeah. So he never just – and he's never satisfied with, uh, with you know, making it to the top. Mm. Like, there is no top. Yeah. Like, the beauty in it is the journey, mm. is the grind of it. So I think that's – what a lot of people don't understand about Fred is that um, he's always striving to break through his ceiling. Yeah. So that guy will always <laughs> succeed at, like, whatever he touches. Like, if he puts his mind to it, just, you know, just how he approaches things, you know, he's just a consistent, relentless worker. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not surprised that uh, where he's at, Yeah. you know, despite being short, you know, despite – not being LeBron, yeah. athletic, you know, yeah. athletic mm-hmm. wise, um, what he's been able to accomplish, his mental strength, fortitude, whatever you want to call it, is unmatched. And um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised that where he's at. <laughs> so well. yeah, so to answer your question, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what people really don't understand about Fred is that um, he really understands the importance of uh, 
of just making sure when when it's time to work, it's time to work. Yeah. Like not messing around, not playing. He's not wasting any time. He he goes in, he punches his clock, goes home, and it's a routine. Yeah. Like he he treats it very seriously. Yeah. So, and that's that's the thing I've seen is that, and, and again with all the other athletes that we train in in, in different things, I see a lot of athletes that punch the clock but punch the clock in the, the whatever i'm just here because yeah. it's a practice and i'm supposed to be here exactly and yeah. they they could waste 90 minutes mm-hmm. and fred does not waste 90 minutes he has 90 minutes he's going to put you know all of himself into this yeah. for for this period of time yeah. you know and and get what he needs to mm-hmm. to out of it and then and get out and get what you know what's, what's appropriate yeah. um it's been fun to see uh, like i guess his evolution of an athlete you know happen mm-hmm. now you know now he's getting older yeah but now we have hot tubs and cold tubs because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it feels yeah. good on the body yeah, yeah. and, and stuff yeah. like that. He's not 22 anymore. Nah, and yeah. Yeah. Takes that stuff very, obviously in the physical training piece, mm-hmm. you know, seriously yeah. mm-hmm. needs to be healthy. And, yeah. you know, I think whole. honestly, you know, teaming up with you guys and, um, and getting consistent with Matt, I think, uh, took his game to another level as far as just, Keeping them healthy, keeping them strong. Like he led the NBA in minutes played last year. Did he really? Yeah. How did I not know that? Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, he played. <laughs> he he led the NBA in minutes played at like thirty eight a game or something Holy ridiculous. Holy cow! You know, <laughs> I know, right? That yeah. For a guy undrafted, yeah. Who's he gonna guard? He's not <laughs> athletic. Leads the league in minutes played. Yeah. So it just goes to show you, like, yeah, he puts the work in. Yeah. And that's why you know he kind of. Started feeling the effects of that towards the end of the season yeah. with the hip injury and whatnot. But um, I thought he played great this season. I thought he did well being a leader, and he carried a, a huge load for that team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just proud of him. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But wanted to give uh-huh. you guys credit, though, uh-huh. for that because uh, without, without the consistent work that you guys did with him off the basketball court, I don't think that uh, his body would have held up, uh-huh. you know playing that many minutes it's such a physical game yeah and and it's 82 of them yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's 82 games and the travel and the yeah holy cow it's a grind yeah it's a grind i don't know how guys over the age of like 33 do it like (laughs) man (laughs) make you look at lebron in a different yeah seriously holy cow 37 jeez yeah it's ridiculous yeah it's it's been in the league for (laughs) almost 20 years (laughs) yeah i don't think yeah since i've been yeah, 2003. So I that was right. 11. Yeah. I was 11 years old. <laughs> and he's still going. I'm yeah. 30 now. Yeah. <laughs> so he's still doing okay, too. Yeah. I don't see Lakers him. weren't great last year, but. Lakers yeah. weren't great. <laughs> he averaged 30, though, yeah. before, uh, before he went out early. And uh, I thought he played amazing for his age. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. They get a couple more pieces. Who knows? Yeah. But, yeah, just to see him do what he do at his age, it, you know, just. Again, a testament to that off-season grind, not taking days off, mm-hmm. and when you're in there, not just going through the motions. Like you got to put the work in. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Do you think most basketball people know that? Like, they're, they're, you have your school season, you know, and starts in November and it goes until you know whenever, and da da da. But th- that off-season time, the summer time, mm-hmm. the the time where you're busy as heck in here. Yeah. Um. Do it like. Y- you think kids realize how like that's the opportunity where where people get better? No. Okay. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Not at all. <laughs> if they did, this is a saying that I always say. I stole it from uh, my dad, and I heard a couple college coaches that I had say, like, if it was easy, then the whole gym would be packed, yeah. you know. So I think if more kids understood that, you would see more kids, you know, in the gym consistently working on their game. Yeah. I think uh, social media is good because <laughs> – they they can see how to train. Like you could just go on your phone and and find some really good stuff, but you gotta want to put the work in. Like, yeah. Like you gotta want to do it. Yeah. You know? And if uh, if you're just playing for fun, which is fine. Again, though, like it's a slippery slope. Like mm-hmm. you could just play for fun and be cool with losing, but once you <laughs> get to a certain level and you're you're competing. Yeah. And it gets important winning and losing. Then it's like, well, if I want to get past my my ceiling, I have to train like how the, all of these other kids are training. Yeah. And the kids that I want to compete with, they're training every day. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you see uh, Amir in here all the time. Yeah. Right? See, yeah, he takes no days off. He might as well just pay rent. Yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, he's only 14. Yeah. You know, you might have some parents like, you know, that might be a little too much. The load, you know, it, the training might be a little overboard to some people. But it's like these kids, like Amir, we don't force him to do anything. <laughs> it's all up to him. Yeah, he know, loves much, it. Yeah, yeah, he wants to be here. And I think that's the that's the trick and that's the key. If you can get these kids to understand the importance of hard work early. Yeah. And really get them to see like how important it is to work on your game in the off season, how much better you will get, how much thankful you will be of the work you put in. I don't, you know, I I don't see how how a kid wouldn't be hooked, you know, on getting better. Yeah. yeah. Who said that they regretted that? Like, man, <laughs> I'm mad I, I did all of those bench press <laughs> and all of those curls, man. I put all that work in, man. I, I'm mad that I did yeah. that. Like, nah. Like yeah. you like you love how your body looks. Mm-hmm. You love being healthy. So, yeah. you know, put the work in. Love making shots. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Love winning games. Exactly. And, yeah. Oh. So you gotta do the part that everyone doesn't see. Yeah. You know, when everybody's sleep, you gotta be it sound cliche, but it's the truth though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm surprised that just in the, the basketball coaching I did back in the day, mm-hmm. it just the we'd have those kids that work their tail off in the off season and we'd have kids that were go from bench players to s- starting the next year. Mm-hmm. And the, the kids that were starting, whether they I don't know if they just got used to starting because they started in some fifth grade traveling team mm-hmm. and then they started in sixth grade traveling team and then seventh grade tra- you know, all the sudden they hit high school though and you know they just kind of yeah. I don't want to say stopped working but didn't work as hard as mm-hmm. you know so and so and all of a sudden they're you know role play and just mm-hmm. the mental part of being able to handle that yeah, a lot of times they struggle with it yeah. and sadly kind of give up and not because they're bad at basketball because they're just yeah, whether they, they didn't want it or they weren't. I want to say not tough enough. I don't know. Maybe it's a toughness thing. I think um, you can get complacent when you're better than everybody early. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, I'm taller than everybody. I'm yeah. better than everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I got to work on anything? I'm dominating. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> you get to high school yeah. and that kid that you were dominating is six six now as a freshman. And you like, whoa, <laughs> like, I didn't grow. Yeah. Like, but I didn't. I played in the post my whole life. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow. I never learned how to be a guard. Now I'm in high school. I'm six one, and I can't dribble. And I can't <laughs> dribble at all. And the center is six six, but I play center. Yeah, I see that all the time, and it's like, yo, you have to, you gotta work on your game. Yeah, you 
got to work on your game. If you want to take it serious, want to play high level, even just high level high school basketball, you got to work. Because, <laughs> like I said, everyone else is. Yeah. All of your competition, they're working out every day. Yeah. So you got to compete with them. Yeah. 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 And that's, uh, that's a neat thing I see with. I guess within club sport in general, like mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's, it's, you're not just competing against the kids in your high school. Mm-hmm. You're competing against, you know, the Rockford Christian kids are competing against the Auburn kids mm-hmm. who are competing against Hananiga who are competing against the kids in the suburbs yeah. or, you know, <laughs> China, Africa, did it, like mm-hmm. all over the place. Like, it's yeah. not just like, Oh great. You're in playing time in this, whatever it's right. Boy. Yeah. Looking back, do you have any, I, I don't want to say regrets on your own career, but mm-hmm. l- looking back to, you know, 30 OJD versus, mm-hmm. you know, 14, 15, 16, anything you would have done differently back in the day? Or just a really positive experience and, you know, left it all on the court and things were good? As far as playing, I wouldn't have done anything differently as far as playing. As far as uh, the recruiting process, though, I definitely would have done a ton of different things different, you know. Um, Coming into uh, the college recruiting sector, we were very naive mm-hmm. going in, and um, I, I probably could have played at a way higher level than I did, but I didn't have a ton of uh, looks coming out of high school. I was one of those guys that kind of went under the radar. Yeah. Like I was all state and averaged over 20 and all of, all of that stuff, but I didn't play AAU my senior year. Yeah. I didn't know how important, you know, travel ball was Mm -hmm. as far as recruiting and this is 2010 so this is right before Uh, aau kind of like really blew up as far as a business yeah and as far as like college recruiting it's quite intertwined it is now (laughs) yeah Yeah. you know you got to be on the shoe team to basically play (laughs) (laughs) so um you know back then it was just uh you know we were kind of bumping our heads a Mm -hmm. bit just figuring the game out just figuring out things so that's probably my only thing that I would do a little different is just uh be more informed yeah on the you know going into it but I'm informed now because I, I <laughs> went through the ups and the downs of that so now I can give that knowledge back to the kids that I work mm-hmm. with now and kind of just show them the pitfalls like you know these are the things to look for mm-hmm. when you're getting recruited these are the, the type of schools that you want to play for. These are the systems that you want to be in. These are the coaches that you want to look for. So, yeah, that would probably be the only thing, but not really because I wouldn't be able to, you know, to help other kids if I didn't go through it. Yeah. So, so you're able to help the kids with this recruiting process at this point? Mm-hmm. You know, people and coaches yeah. and thing. Okay. Yep, yep. Very cool. I've built relationships. I actually have a one of my good friends that I played at uh, Kentucky Wesleyan. Now he's uh, he just got a head coaching job at a um, junior college here. He's a girls coach. Okay. And um, Division One junior college, high level. They send a lot of girls uh, Division One once they leave there. So I'll be able to help any girls, you know, yeah. that, that need a school that uh, that might be on that bubble or kind of going under the radar. I know if I send kids with him that they'll be treated the right way, Yeah, that they'll be put in the best position to succeed, you know. And that's what it's all about, just networking, building those relationships and uh, helping as many kids as you can. Yeah. You know? I'm amazed how the, the volleyball club that we work with it has a dedicated recruitment director. And I – 
can't even believe that's a job. Yeah. Like, I understand that's a job at this point <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. like, mm-hmm. holy cow. And she just knows everybody. Mm-hmm. And just a lot of what you said, those those, uh, those relationships. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. making sure you put the right kid in the right system at the yeah. right school. You so know, they can if, succeed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just something to make your resume look good. Exactly. Because yeah. if they're one and done, well, that that's no yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. They one and done. It's like, well, you had them, and then now you got to reload. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough, you know, it's tough, but uh, it's it's needed, especially today. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's a lot of opportunity now for kids to get seen just with you know social media. Yeah. So uh, you know, having having recruiters like that or recruiting directors mm-hmm. that can kind of middleman those conversations and those relationships, I think uh, it just takes the the game to a whole nother level. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's such a challenging thing. And honestly, I I see our kids who are the most proactive seem Mm -hmm. to do the best with that. Mm -hmm. And honestly, some of them have surprised me with the types of schools that they've landed because they've been so, they've put themselves out there. Mm -hmm. And then we see other kids that don't do that as much and they kind of fall through the cracks. And And they might be, talent-wise, they might be super good, Mm -hmm. but because they didn't put the work in on that side, know like you said yeah. fall through the cracks yeah so now it's a everything is just so business oriented now mm-hmm. so you just gotta be savvy with just how you approach everything yeah you gotta be on all your p's and q's mm-hmm. if you're a high level player you know you should be promoting yourself on social media post those highlights post those clips because these coaches are watching yeah they are looking yeah so yeah they definitely watching i just had a coach hit me up the other day and uh, asked me about a kid, and the first thing he said was, "What's his Instagram?" <laughs> like, wow! Like, you got highlights on it. What's his Instagram? Send me some highlights. Like, these coaches are really looking at that stuff. Like, yo, if you got highlights on Instagram, post them, yeah, because they they were really watching. Like, yeah. I want to see if he could hoop a yeah. little bit like, yeah. before I watch some actual game tape. If you got highlights on Instagram and they catch my eye, hey, we're gonna recruit them. Yeah, because we just seen. Couple highlights on Instagram, but that's the world we. That's in the world now. we it's live crazy, in, right? That's uh, so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> when you, <laughs> yeah. What's their Instagram? Yeah. But that totally makes sense from the coach perspective. Yeah, they're trying to save time. They don't want to watch hours of footage or you know try to exactly. hunt down things if, if the mm-hmm. kid's not going to fit. And mm-hmm. it was like, hey, if he got clips on Instagram, yeah. he promoting himself. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me see. Hey, okay, he could play. All right, we're gonna be in touch. Yeah. Yeah, it might even slide in the DM. Hey, we want you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never know. God. So I tell all the kids, keep your Instagram as clean as you can. Post what you do. Mm-hmm. If you constantly in the gym, show it. Yeah. Show the work. Yeah, so. Because there are probably coaches that want to see that more than just, you know, this yeah. one highlight reel here and this one highlight reel here. And Yeah, you uh, know, and then, uh, you know, just from what I've seen, I have a kid that, that comes from Chicago, and uh, he's already getting – you know, college looks already, and his name is kind of already buzzing in Chicago. But he's known as the kid that relentlessly trains. Yeah. Like, he's the kid that is always training. Yeah. So, you know, he, he has that uh that reputation for yeah. him, and now coaches are starting to see that. Like, mm-hmm. wow, this kid, that this is the gym rat that everyone talks about. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, you and can use it to your advantage for yeah. sure. And what kid wouldn't want that – or what coach wouldn't want that kid? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, a kid that just always just works on his game, mm-hmm. and he's dominating when he plays, you know, competitively. So, yeah, it's a win-win. Yeah. And coaches can see that. Don't even got to talk to the kid. I can't get in trouble for, you know, 
looking at his page mm-hmm. during non-contact hours or whatever. I'm casually recruiting as I'm just scrolling. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So, yeah, <laughs> it's deep. Oh, that's a good way to say it. Yeah, when he, I can't actually, you know, casually recruiting. Yeah, I'm just casually so you can really recruiting. be recruiting twenty four seven. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Just oh man, where this kid from? Oh, yeah, I, I never seen this kid. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeez. yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's wild. So JD, we've we've BS for almost forty five minutes now. What what would you have wished I would have asked you here? What didn't we talk about? Uh, We've solved all of life's problems, but what 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 do we miss? What do what do you uh, want What do you want people to know? Uh, I think we pretty much <laughs> covered mainly everything. Oh. Um, let's just remind people that uh, I'm excited for the potential team up. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I'm excited for these kids to. Uh, to see what high tr- high level training looks like, mm-hmm. as far as not only for basketball athletes, because if you guys come in, obviously mm-hmm. more than basketball athletes would be here, but just them understanding what consistency and what dedication and hard work really looks like, yeah, you know, and we'll be right in their backyard. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we I guess we already talked about that a yeah. little bit, but. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, you know. So, uh, like I said, I'm um, uh, I'm excited, and uh, I just want to keep this thing going and uh, just keep building this thing up bigger yeah. and bigger. Yeah, I know Matt so. and I are excited in the sense of like, cause cause it is a thing, especially with basketball. Like, you know, you can always find a gym. You can yeah. always, you know, we're in the yeah. Midwest. I mean, there's always yeah. you know whether it be a playground or you know mm-hmm. indoor yeah. or whatever it might be. There's always something, yeah. and you need a ball. That's it. Somebody's driveway yeah. doesn't matter. That's you can always all. work on your game. Yeah. Um. But then all of a sudden, you when you integrate that health and performance piece into it, and you're able to keep athletes, you know, happy, healthy, and strong, and on the court, yeah. and and they don't miss times because they blew out a knee, and they don't miss times exactly. because you know they have this back thing that just won't go, or it you know, takes their hey, game to a whole nother level. It does yeah? You stay consistent. You actually play 12 months a year, and as mm-hmm. opposed to eight months and you get hurt, and then eight months and you get hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, gosh, that's a huge deal. Yeah. So many more shots. So many more reps. Mm-hmm. You know, so many yeah. more hours of the gym, and that's, you know. Yeah, I mean, so much more time where I don't have to sit out and rest because I got a heel injury. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I can be on the court getting better. Yeah. You know, so. It's no fun being hurt. No. <laughs> missing, yeah, missing time and missing out on time to get better, work on your game. So, yeah, you guys being in here showing the kids the importance of off-the-court mm. stuff. I think it'll it'll just take everyone's game to a whole nother level. There's so many kids that can't even reach down, touch their toes. <laughs> like it's like yo, yeah. it's like you work forty, I think you know forty to eighty hours a week. Yeah. You know some of these kids. So yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, it makes sense, and um, I think we can help a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm excited. I know it's it's yeah. fun to watch. I mean, heck, we have overhead athletes, baseball players, softball players, volleyball players, that, mm-hmm. you know, and they can't do a push-up. I'm like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Guys, we got work to do here. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's weird. It's like a lot of those type of athletes are, like, the best ones. Yeah. Like, they be yeah. so skilled. <laughs> and it's like, yo, you can't even do a push-up. Yeah. Imagine if you could. Yeah. You, could, you hold the plank for 10 be. seconds, and then you <laughs> collapse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I always say, you know, with athletes like that who are like really good but struggle on stuff like that, yeah. I just explained to them like, yo, imagine if this stuff was easy, how much <laughs> better you would be. Yeah. 
That's low hanging fruit right there. Yeah, that's the simple stuff. Yeah, do easy. a push up, hold a plank. Yeah, easy. Stuff. Do a lunge, not fall over. <laughs> exactly, and it make it'll make your sport that much easier. Yeah, because yeah. now you know you can move more fluid, mm-hmm. uh, less uh, less margin for error and injury. You know, you understand your body more. Yeah, and now you might be you might can play the game a couple different ways now because yeah. your body feels better. Yeah, you know so. You might be able to open up a post game. Mm-hmm. You might be able to, to you know, guard full court mm-hmm. for longer. You yeah. know, you might be able to slide better because your range of motion in the hips is opened up now. Yeah. So, you know, it's a ton yeah. of little detailed stuff that mm-hmm. your average athlete might not understand. But, you know, with us being together, you know, we'll be able to explain that and show the importance to, to kids about that and um, get them better. Yeah. You know? so. Do what I love it. Yes, sir. If people want to find out more about Joe Bucket's training, mm-hmm. where, where where do they go? Give them all the all the so, connections here. Yeah, so they can go on JoeBucketsTraining.com. We have uh, everything that we offer yeah. on the website. It's a heck of a website too. Oh, thank <laughs> you. It really is. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we also uh, we're on Instagram okay. at uh, my Instagram is JoeBuckets underscore Sensei. Uh, we have uh, all of our stuff, drills, and uh, you know camps, pictures, everything basketball pretty mm-hmm. much on my page. And then uh, my fiance also has the Joe Bucky's, uh training page mm-hmm. where she does her fitness boot camps and whatnot. And uh, we also have some basketball content on there as well. There we go. That's yep. on Instagram, yep. Joe Bucket's Training. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. We're also on Facebook, okay. Joe Bucky's Training. And, um, yeah, just Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, w- sure. the w- website's got a ton. Like, it's got... Yeah, the you know, website guy. Yeah, yeah. The website has... A Shout out to your website guy. I forgot his name. I met him once. Yeah, uh, TC. TC Bell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good guy. Yeah. yeah. They got Good their guy. stuff together. That's there. Yeah. He's, he's young, too, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Young, yeah. young guy, um, but knows his stuff. Really clean websites. So, yeah. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, yeah for Very sure. Cool. Well, yep. JD, thanks for taking the time, man. Man, I thanks really, for having I really me. appreciate this. Yeah, appreciate this, you. This was fun. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's always fun. Like I said, we podcast guys. <laughs> so, hey, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's just, just easy. <laughs> Listeners, yep. again, if you you need tra- you know basketball training in the Greater Rockford area, when I say Greater Rockford, I mean anywhere within eight hours from here. You know, this, sure. is, oh, this is the place it. to go. Appreciate it. You man. know, and yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. You're the man, bud. Oh, thank you. Thank- come through. Come through, guys. Come get better with us. There we go. Listeners, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. For sure. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for listening to another episode of Oak Performance Radio. Don't forget to check us out on the social at Oak Performance and online at www.oakstrength.com backslash Oak Performance. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.